0: Hey, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, don't worry, Lorne. Lawn just squeaked in under the wire, but we was running out late <laughs> ourselves, mate. Me and Paul ended up chatting about plans going to Dallas and college football and all the rest of it. So running late, um, but yes, it is Thursday, and it's nine, so it's UK Cowboys time. Mm-hmm. Welcome everybody, and how are you, Paul and Lorne?
1: Good, man. Good, good. I'm um, just um, as you as you were just kind of mentioning. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely over the moon that I am getting to fly out in like 10 days time so <laughs> finally I get to, get, get to see a lot of long lost friends like so Shannon, people at the star uh, and get to meet the yeah. good friends of the show so I'm
2: looking forward to
0: it Yeah I am missing some of the folks over there but sorry Lauren what was you going to say I did ask how you were doing
2: No too. no no just best like plans of mice and men and everything I'd set the <laughs> PC up at 8 o'clock and then Literally came to get into the studio and my mic wasn't working and I had to reboot the computer and there was updates and everything. It just
0: oh, anything God. that could go wrong. <laughs> yeah, and it's always the same. It does that thing where it's like, it, it does an update and it goes updated, updating, gets to 100%, goes rebooting, it reboots, yep. it takes asia <laughs> And you log in and you're like, and nothing's changed. <laughs>
1: And saying that, Lauren, you're, at least you're not the only one that had a couple of um, issues with um, computers. Um, our friends at Hanging with the boys had a bit of hey. a hiccup yesterday, and that uh, due to downloading too much content from NF- NFL films, which crashed the live stream.
2: So, oh <laughs> yeah. So,
1: but they, but they've got it fixed, thank God. Uh, yeah. They went live today. They had a good show today. So, uh, but it just shows, like, trying like, yeah. best laid plans. It, 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 it just shows you, even from the, the, the professionals, like anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I've been there myself many a time where it's like, ah, oh, here we go. And then all of a sudden, yeah. everything crashes. The second you press the light, oh, or you got to say the first words as you go live. Oh, there we go. What can you do? <laughs> uh but yes we are here to talk about the pre-game. Uh it's the pre-game show for this weekend's game uh which is against Minnesota Vikings. Here in the UK kicks off at 25 past midnight. Yay. Yay um but that is <laughs> a, Yeah, yeah, but that does mean that we are the Halloween game again uh at night. Remember the last time that happened was the Giants and the Black Cat run on a field and, Yep. Uh, Help swing the tide.
1: How many years ago was that? Now four or five years ago?
0: Nah, it was less than that. No, it was,
2: only, it was only uh, two years,
0: two or three years ago. Yeah, trying to think, somewhere around there. Anyway, um, but yes, uh, we start the show as we do every week with the news and updates. So we will get into that and crack on. Yes. Okay, guys. Um, So just so you know, I've gone through to go and check some of the stats. As you know, I like to do that. Cowboys at the moment, their playoff chances, they rank fifth in the NFL with a 94% chance in terms of winning their division they have the highest percentage, but 92%. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. So, <laughs> so uh, that is something to take away there, guys. Um, yeah, in other news, uh, some interesting moves have been going on. Uh, Gallup has been in training. Uh, Lyell has been in training. Dak has been in training not team drills, just doing individual drills, but everybody is extremely confident, they've said "Yeah, no problems, we've got no qualms yet he is playing Sunday, get to yeah. that in a bit later um, there has been some other moves Maurice Kennedy, uh, who had, was in concussion protocol, moved to IR along with Brett Irvin, who has a tricep injury I know you said it before, On you think that's a bit of a stash move, yeah?
2: The, certainly the can, Kennedy. I mean, this is almost like a Rico Gathers-style uh, concussion from the, that, that year. We tried to stash him and put mm-hmm. him on IR for the whole season. Um, it's no surprise that you've got Kelvin Joseph coming back. Yeah. Um, we've obviously got Gallup that you're potentially bringing up as well. Um now we've got we've got slightly longer to decide on Tristan Hill. He's got we've got three weeks plus another two weeks after that mm-hmm. as well because of the yeah. PUP rule. You know, um so he he can he can potentially be coming back around about the same time that Gallimore gets activated as well. Um, you know, and make a decision there. Obviously he could still stay on PUP as well, but it gives him the equivalent of a full training camp to um, to get up and up to speed to get, come back on the main roster.
0: Yeah, uh, and obviously in other moves as well, uh, Donovan Wilson with the uh, groin injury, he's fine. Um, he's been in training. Uh, Tyron Smith, ankle, sounds like more of that's a preservation thing. He hasn't been seen in training. I think they're just, um, what do they call them, the old um, vet days and what have you to... Try and keep him healthy because at the moment Tyron Smith is on fire. Um, digs with the ankle doesn't seem that bad. I did send a few questions, got some <clears> answers, <throat> nothing to worry about, apparently. Yeah. Um, and there was a, one other thing. Oh, Terence Steele um, has been told he's keeping the right tackle job. What do you guys feel about that?
1: Um, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I I know, like, like just I kind of just brought the comment <laughs> out by, by Brando there. Um, yeah, so, Brando, thanks for the comment. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, Steele's not really put a foot wrong since he's been filling in, he's earned the right to keep he's, it, he's earned the right to, 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 to keep it. And I, and the way how Lyle is right now is like. Is match fit, like, like obviously we know he's a stud, but is the match fitness, all that type of stuff, whatever and that. But um, I think the main discussion point is, like, do we actually move Collins into guard and replace him with Williams? That's the biggest talking point, I think. It's
0: one of the options you can do. But I think, because this is something we spoke about, not in the last off-season, we spoke about it before in one of the off-seasons on this show, where we said, if anything, in terms of cohesiveness of a unit, um, really the O line is where you want to be. That you want those five guys to be the closest, close knit five guys on your team, yeah. and you don't really want to mess with it. So if you've got something that's working, especially when it comes to the O line, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Exactly. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and with Terrence Steele, you've seen you've got a large enough. Uh, sample size now, and you've got a cohesiveness going on. Don't mess with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, and he's his team leaps and bounds from mm. last season to now. He's like a completely transformed player, and we, yeah, you can't not help but give Terrence Steele the praise he deserves right now. And yeah. he has, and he has completely deserves to earn his right to be the right starting right tackle right now. Um, yeah. <coughs> But um, but whereas if you're kind of like I know I'm kind of going back to Corner Williams, but whereas C- Corner like especially in the last game there against New England, caused us massive penalties that mm-hmm. that could easily jeopardize us uh, jeopardize us from getting the, the victory. Luckily we got the win, but we should have never been in that position throughout that game for, because of um, some of the mistakes that Corner was doing, so. I, yeah, I don't know.
2: we we seemed to shoot ourselves in the foot a couple of times in that Patriots game, and it was just lucky that you know we were able to convert or at least get back into field goal range for you know the game-winning field goal uh, or game-tying field goal to take us to overtime. Um, you know, and I, I think we've all had problems necessarily with Williams or Biadish. It always seems to be, you know, people coming up between the gap between those two guys. Um, you know, Martin's obviously got got one side uh, laid down apart. Um, Steele's doing a tremendous job. That yes, okay, they've been scheming the tight ends to the other side so that you're basically yeah. putting a man over him and he's not having to take a wide a wide um, drop back to to pass protect. Um, but I mean, he he. He deserves to continue. You know, you can't really say, right, go back and start your job again. Yep. The the one thing, and um, Jamie and I commented on this <clears> last <throat> week, is that, um, you know, a couple of years ago when Lyell was playing guard, you know, the comment was, you know, he's probably better as a tackle. So, you know, we're, we're probably replacing Williams, who, again, I've been saying for a couple of years now, as that a tackle. He's, he, he should be a tackle. He's not built to be a guard, and we're replacing him back with Lyle Collins, who, well, potentially we're, you know, at the moment uh, no, nothing's firmed up, but potentially you're talking about Lyle Collins playing guard. And while he, while he was able to do a good job on, when he was pulling, um, you know, Yeah, straight, oh, I, straight... especially
1: Yeah, especially as a pulling guard, especially, I think it was the game against the Saints, was it not? Yeah. Um... Uh, you, you see him running right up field it giving um Zeke the running path, or I think it may have been a uh, Dunbar potentially at the time, but in that rookie oh, season, yeah.
2: And
1: uh... who was who was number who was number 20 before Pollard? I'm trying to remember
0: now that it's been so long. Um, that was Run DMC.
1: Oh, McFadden. Yeah. Oh, yeah, McMahon. yeah. So, have they, yeah, would it be McFadden then? Oh
0: fun and games um but yes guys that is the news and update. so that means we can crack on with the offense side of the ball and we'll look at how the cowboys offense stacks up against this team all righty now i don't know guys if you remember because it's quite hard to remember. The last time that we played was uh, the last time we played the Vikings was when Lamb made that big horizontal yeah. strange yeah. UFO yeah. catch. Yeah,
1: they, For they, me, they,
0: I, I don't know about you guys. Cowboys, In terms of Cowboys. catches... Cowboys. Go on, sorry, mate.
1: I was just saying, the Cowboys just released a video of that catch, actually.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Of the social media.
0: Yeah, well, we put it on I was on the Twitter at uh, some point today. And, um, uh, yeah, for me, in terms of catches by a Cowboys player, that's, like, right up there with one of the best. I don't know what you oh, guys think.
2: Oh, yeah, 100%, 100%. I mean, you know, just the way he contorted his body just to, you know, a, a lot of guys would have said, nah, I can't, I can't get that. But, I mean, he, he, there was no way was he coming out without that ball there.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But here's some stats for you, right, guys? Cowboys offense, right now in 2021, they're averaging 39 points per game. Just to make you aware, there are 24 NFL teams yet to even score 39 points in a game. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So that just puts it in perspective. But what I've done, check this little stat out, right? All of 2019, and this is just to prove how good... DAC is for this offense that all of 2019 all the way up to to week five of 2020 the Cowboys were averaging 6.5 yards per play that ranked first in the NFL wow in that time right yeah from week six to week 17 in 2020 they averaged 4.7 that ranked 32nd in that time period 2021, the Cowboys are averaging 6.6 6 yards per play. First in the NFL.
1: First, yeah, I was going to say.
0: So, so uh, if anything, they've got better.
2: <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that just goes and... to show how much Dak, Dak is a vital cog in this offence for us.
1: Yep. Yeah. Speaking, <laughs> speak, speaking about Dak, he brought up the question, and I think we kind of briefly mentioned it, is that 100% playing? Yeah, um, according so. Yeah, according to the guys in the uh, DallasCowboys.com, who Mike's reached out, out to, they are very confident he's going to be playing. So um, they're just I think they're just taking more precautions, making sure that he's um, nothing niggles up till between now and the game, pretty much.
0: Yeah, it, I, by the sounds of it, they're just taking it cautious with him. Absolutely. Last week, apparently, he spent like the week in the swimming pool. Um, doing that sort of stuff And today individual Which I imagine would be like chords, warm-up, stretches All mm. the rest of it Not really trying to push it I would expect we'll see a bit more As the week goes on In terms of what he's doing in practice um, But there is that But here is something I think that plays into uh, Dax injury If you want to call it That yes, he's playing But here's a crazy one that the Minnesota defense is not bad, there's but against decent. the run, the, against the run, they are really bad.
1: So the, the, this to me, yeah. this to me, reminds me of what the Eagles were. It's like those I feel as though that like we can really take a big, massive hit to the Minnesota defense right down the middle, rather than oh the yes,
2: 80.
1: this is this to me streams the same type of setup with the Eagles defense. But the only thing that the Minnesota have compared to the Eagles, they have a better, I'd say they have a better secondary, I'd say.
0: Yeah, but I, I, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm not that concerned about that part of it because no. the, the Minnesota rush defence, and I've even looked individually at the players on the defensive line and the linebackers. Uh, so as a team, they are like right down the bottom. They average 4.6 yards per play on rush. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, and they allowed the most rushing yards on average on early downs on first and second downs.
1: And that's our, f- and that seems to be our, our f- bread, bread and butter. Yeah, yeah, especially this season because it seems to be we have come out guns blazing in first and second downs.
0: Yeah, uh, and here's a crazy one, right? Their run defensive players gone through all the players at their run defensive grades, the highest. Run defensive grade, which is terrible, by the way, was sixty-eight, and that player was Everson Griffin.
2: Yep. Oh, and that, we know, and uh, we yeah. know how to attack him from. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 After his comments this week, wow. Okay. What comments <laughs> has he made? Did you not see the the tweet he posted up or the Instagram post saying? No. Ah, uh, yeah. He's he's basically trying to throw a little bit of shade towards Dallas,
0: pretty much. Eh, What's new? Um, (laughs) uh, But yeah, um, but just to put it in perspective, right, of how that affects the Cowboys on first downs, so first and second downs, the Cowboys average 108 yards per game. That's the most by any NFL team since 1994, Dallas Cowboys. And that's on first and second downs. (laughs) Yeah, seriously,
1: seriously, mate. I really do question how the hell do you find these statistics. I really do. Ah,
0: uh, I have a lot of time on my hands
1: <laughs> with the baby and all that. I'm amazed. I'm amazed, folks. Can we give a round of applause for Mike here? Really, <laughs> honestly, honestly,
0: <clears throat> this is unreal. unreal, man. Unreal. Hold on, cough. There we go. Of
2: course, of course, it could be like Barney Stinson and then. How I met your mother, you know, eighty three percent of this, and yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, it's all, <laughs> it's all BS <laughs> until yeah. somebody actually goes
0: and proves Yeah, somebody <laughs> digs and dives in. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the the way I see it is, and you what you've also got to bear in mind is before the buy, um, because obviously the cowboys haven't played, so it's a bit unfair to use it. But um, that. The Cowboys had, uh, cheers, Andrew, um, had both Zeke and Tony Pollard in the top 10 running backs of most yards. So it's all playing into this straight down the middle, just attack it on the ground with the ball. And then if anything, you know, if they do get into third down situations, Dak's going to be able to do it. They aren't. Perfect on third down, but they're not bad. They'll get the job done. Um, So really, what I'm looking at is first and second down, just hammer them. Zeke down the middle, run the gut, get Dak to finish it on third down if we need it. But here's another interesting fact that I thought we'd look at, because you know this is all playing into Dak's injury questions, is Minnesota uh, have the ninth worst defense in the red zone. They allow 71% of red zone attempts for a touchdown.
1: So, from, from now you kind of mention that. For me, that kind of sounds like that's potential for Lisa Jarwin and Schultz to kind of spark out.
0: 12-man personnel. I put this mm-hmm. down. 12-man personnel is going to be huge in this mm-hmm. game. But not just that. If you're getting into the red zone, I think the biggest problem for Minnesota when I've looked at it is that when you look at that, the reason is, is because they can't stop the run. Players are getting into the red zone and just running the ball. Running. And, you know, the red zone, there's you know, your, your zone gets smaller and tighter, but they can't stop the run, so it doesn't matter. So players are just running into the end zone.
2: Yeah. And, and what you've got to consider in recent days as well, their, their top cornerback, Patrick Peterson's actually gone to IR as well. Correct. So that's another... Yeah that's another weapon for them that's gone. And, you know, with the guys that we've got, potentially you got Gallup coming back, could be activated for this game per chance. Um, you know, that, that's certainly that's going to give them issues as to who's covering who. Yeah. Um, and it, again, as we've said all the time, I think, you know, with this offence, it's a case of what's going to stop us is ourselves. Yeah. Um, you know, most defenses don't. You know, they're lucky if they've got one shutdown corner. If you've got one shutdown corner, the other two aren't aren't as good, and um, you know you've got issues there. So, the the fact that we've got potentially three number one wide receivers um, playing in this game, and then at the moment Cedric Wilson's um, playing out his skin. You know, you you've then got Schultz. You got Jarwin. You got Noah Brown who showed up last week as well. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it, there's so, there's so much that we can do that it's just a case of it'll be us shooting ourselves in the foot if anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like you know, like I was saying, the third down situation. Bear in mind, right? I've just had to check third down. The Cowboys are forty seven percent in their conversion rate. That's fifth in the NFL. So if they really need to go to the pass, and like you say, with Patrick gone, that means there's a favourable matchup for one of the wide receivers on the outside. Um, and you let any of them go, it's going <laughs> anyway. Um, so I think for me, the, 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 it's quite clear. I, I keep going back to the setup is uh, third downs are for Dak, first and second on the run. Um, and, and bear in mind as well, we can't take away from the fact that the play calling, as well for Kellen Moore, has been really great.
2: Yeah, I mean he's he's on top form this year. Oh. Um, I, I think just the the relationship he has with Dak. I mean he's he's obviously learned what went wrong last year and yeah. how difficult it was, and he's making sure that Dak's in a position that not only does he not have to run as much, so that he's not put, risking the injury. Um, <clears throat> you know, another injury from rushing and um, trying to bulldoze somebody out of the way. Um, you know, and as a result, I mean, just the plays he's calling are, you know, as we say, it's one week it can be, you know, passing the ball down the field or it, or you, you run the ball with Zeke. And if Zeke's covered, then you take Pollard. And Pollard pre- presents a whole new factor with the running game as well. So... Um, it's it's difficult to to control this offense. And Kellen Moore is taking advantage of that.
0: Oh yeah, I'm completely I'm not worried about this offence whatsoever. Um I, for me, there's just there's too much for any defence to try and cover. And uh, when you throw in Callum Moore is just he knows the strengths and weaknesses, he knows when to to take these goals. I know you can you, you can toothpick some of the things out the done Barley, but no play caller in the NFL is perfect. I mean yep. if if you were, you know, that guy's gold dust. But and
2: I think I think one of the places where he's obviously excelling is the halftime adjustments that
0: we've yes. we've yes. constantly
2: complained that we don't have halftime adjustments. <clears throat> the fact that we are a third quarter team this this year that um you know, that's where we, str- you know, we've gone into half time either tied or losing by a point, And, you know, we've pulled away in the third quarter. And then, sure enough, as we've gone to a sort of prevent defence in the fourth quarter to, to make the opposition, uh, you know, chew up the clock as they're mo- moving down the field, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, has made it a, a bit closer. But, um, you know, we've always had enough firepower, give or take the, the Tampa game. Which oh. realistically now, I mean, just a couple of kicks by Zerline and we would have been we we could have been sitting at six and zero at the moment. But that's the break. Yeah.
0: I and I think this is gonna be quite a um I, you would expect it to be, but well well what I'm expecting it to be, but what I would try and say for sure is that the Cowboys are gonna go down this uh possession route, which is a double edged sword that one the Vikings struggle against a run defense, but also what that means is it keeps the likes of, uh, and we'll get to them when we get to the other side of the ball, but it also stops the likes of Thielen and Jefferson, who are playing great at the moment, keeps them off the field. And you keep them off the field, although there are ways, when I've been looking at it, to beat them. By doing that, you're just, and you're going to have a large possession time on the clock. You'd expect it to be anyway, unless they're just like, blind saw in all the way through it and it gets boat raced um but the only other thing I wanted to touch on is and I get both of your opinion because you you both love offensive line talk Why would you say at the moment that this offensive line is easily one of the top three in the NFL how they're playing right now
2: oh yeah
0: Mm. I'd say so
2: I think so. I mean, you know, we, we've always said that. You know, how many how many offensive lines can boast, you know, three potential Pro Bowlers? In that you uh-huh. got Zach Martin, you got Tyron Smith, and then how Lyle Collins? Obviously, I don't think he'll because of his suspension, he won't be eligible again this year. Um, but I mean, you, Lyle Collins has been there or thereabouts <coughs> when you've been discussing who should be in the Pro Bowl year after year, the last couple of years, he's, oh. he's been there or thereabouts. Um, and then, yeah, Williams and Biadish are probably your weak spots, but we've got we've got potential to sort that out. And as I say, Terence Steele this year has just been a, a phenom that, compared to how he was at the beginning of last year as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think the likes of players like Tyron Smith, um, as well as um, Zach Martin, who's just been like absolutely perfect as well. Like you say, Terrence Steele. Because I, I even think it was yourself, Lauren, that mentioned about Terrence Steele's off-season program uh, and yeah. how that has helped him as well as some other players who, who got involved in that uh, offensive line camp practice during the off-season.
2: Yeah, I mean, as as I've said before, he's been working with Duke many weather, um, uh-huh. and obviously Duke was on the uh, Cowboys break a few weeks back as well. And it was a, I mean, it's it's fantastic to just watch his Twitter stream and Instagram stream as well. But um, just having him chat with uh, Derek Eagleton and what have you, that that whole episode was just eye- an eye opener. You know, talking about how Zach Martin even. Is one of his clients, but you know he he doesn't dare actually do anything with Zach other than you know work on the fine points of the game for oh, him. Yeah. It's it's not changing everything where he's changed and the mentality
0: of... more than anything. Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah, And he's cha- he's changed a lot with Terrence Steele, and you're seeing that come coming to fruition this year. So
0: yeah, uh, all right then. Should we move on to the defense then? go on to the fun side. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's do it, baby.
1: Mate, just before we do 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 the defense, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, 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 And
0: yeah.
1: um, the guys who is watching the via uh, our Twitter um, stream right now, and um, I don't know why, but it seems to be that Twitter has disabled comments um, for the show. So <clears> feel <throat> free to jump on to like so our Facebook um, stream of it or YouTube stream. Get your thoughts in, guys. More comments, the more we can talk.
0: Yeah. I like it. And we are talking right now, defence. So, yes, here we go. So Yes, Austin,
1: handstone. it, yes.
0: (laughs) Six and one. Yeah, all (laughs) the way, all the way. We're going for a perfect ten. Well, it can't be a perfect because we lost one, but I'm calling that a win still anyway. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, a lot of people talking about this game and talking about Dalvin Cook, saying, ooh, Dalvin Cook. Uh, you know, we could talk about Adam Thielen uh, and Jefferson as well, which we'll get to. But people are talking about uh, Dalvin Cook. The thing is, is that, I I mean, I've gone back to look at it. You can't deny Dalvin Cook.
2: Absolutely.
0: And like his explosiveness is woof, one of the best in the NFL. The guy gets from zero to 60 instantaneously. But going through it, that, yeah, he's good. But. I mean, I'm going through it, 366 yards and two touchdowns. He's
2: had had issues as well with fumbling this year as well. Yeah,
0: and he's missed two games as well. And best ability is availability. And Dalvin Cooker is renowned for being injured. He's missed large chunks of games throughout his career in years. Um, But I, I was trying to go through it. They're only like 13th in rush yards per game. So it's not like a massive part of it. Um,
1: well, don't forget, Mike, um, and and Austin are still stole my thunder here. Is the other running back Matt? Is it Madison? Ale- Alexander yeah. Madison. Yeah, he's he, not bad. He, he is good. He is mm-hmm. good. Like he is a good, solid backup running back.
0: Yeah, he is Tony Pollard to Zeke in, in that sense. Well,
1: yeah, I totally agree with you. I totally
2: yeah, agree. I I I, th- I actually think this this offense of the Vikings is you know they're just a couple of a couple of tight ends away from actually having a very similar offense to us you've got yeah Mattison and Dalvin Cook you've got Thielen you've got Jefferson and KJ Osborne is uh, proving to be a fairly uh, reliable um, third uh, third receiver as well all the all they're missing at the moment is a, a a sort of a named tight end or somebody who's producing, and he's, we're not seeing that from there. You're not getting the same sort of production out of Tyler Conklin that you're getting out of um, Dalton Schultz and Brand uh, and Blake Jarwin. So yeah. um, it's it's very similar, um, you know, and it it does pose a few questions with us as to you know is Diggs going to travel this week? Are we going to st- so that, you know... There's the
0: battle.
2: Yeah. Is he, is he on his old uh, um, sparring partner with uh, Jefferson?
0: Oh. Um, yeah. Or, and, or uh,
2: do you put him on feeling?
0: I, I say you, you've got to get him to travel. Um, and here's the crazy part, is digs. So we'll get to the, the, the turnovers, which I think are important. But this year they haven't been that bad. Minnesota, they yeah. haven't. They don't get many takeaways, but they don't give away a lot either. They're right at the very top in terms of giveaways, very stingy. But there's something else we'll get to now with um, with Kirk, Kirk Cousins. But um, Diggs, yeah, against uh, Jefferson. That's, that's good, gonna yeah. be. That's probably
1: just some matchup to watch. That's,
0: that's the battle, I, and yeah. it's it's the battle of man coverage, because Diggs, as a press man, is he's like in the top twenty in terms of cornerbacks. But what's ironic is Jefferson versus Man is like right at the top two. So it's gonna be the battle of who beats Man. It's gonna be a physical battle. Um, So that that is interesting. But what is crazy is um, what they're going to be trying to do is maintain possession. They're going to be doing the same thing that we're doing because they're going to be going, right, maintain possession, keep the ball, keep our offense off on, on the field. So we keep this off. Um, Because like I say, I do think this is the game with digs interception um run if you like that okay. comes to a stop.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's gonna be a have to be a game where he won't get an interception. <sighs> Teams are gonna kinda of start to clue this on. Game? Yeah. Is and this I, game? And Mike Mike Zimmer's a, a he's a great coach. He'll know uh-huh. what, what to do. And yeah. I think they will try and divert away from Diggs and try and target Brown if if all honesty or, or try and more established a running game and and it's kind of like um I know we're we're kind of talking about digs but if there's one thing I'm kinda a wee bit concerned about is the the interiors of the offensive line they have a really good interior set. Well
0: they're offensive line.
1: Yeah. Oh no
0: Uh, I I think it sucks.
1: No you think so? I think they've actually I, I think they're actually pretty decent man. Uh
0: we'll get to that in a sec. Because um there is something that's really, really important about pressure with Kirk Cousins. Because we know because we've seen it so many times because we faced him when work. he was in Washington.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like
0: Yeah. Uh, but in terms of turnovers, why I, I think, that, you know, because you can't take it away from Dig's mind. Um, but in terms of interceptions this year, Kirk Cousins has only thrown two.
2: Yeah. And yep. 13, uh, yep. 13 touchdown passes as well. But Yeah conversely i mean this is us playing prime a primetime game and we know what kurt cousins is like in primetime as well yes so,
0: yeah yeah, um, there is that
2: he's got a 4, four and 13 record as, mm-hmm. as a qb so um just a, just a, hopefully that bodes well for us just it was just so i'm clear
1: the game is in minnesota correct
0: yes it
1: is. so it's, a it's in us a, bank a, so it's a repeat from last year right okay. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, only because of like how the scheduling works, basically. Um, but you, here's some interesting factoids. Thought I'd go back to take a look, just so we can have a look at how bad Kirk Cousins is under pressure, right? So under pressure, he has a forty-five percent completion rate. Oh, that Jesus. rank that ranks <clears throat> out of thirty-two quarterbacks, thirty-first.
1: Who's last?
0: I think it was Big Ben. Um, is wow, yards? Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So is is yards per attempt, and this is out of fifty quarterbacks, is four yards per attempt. That's fortieth. And then his time to throw is two point eight seconds. That's fiftieth. So that's dead last. Hmm. Under pressure, he fails, and it fails for two reasons. One is that he isn't good under pressure. We've seen it so many times that if you get to him and you do it, because what we're talking about here is that he's not going to throw interceptions, but he's going to throw the ball away. Because if you <laughs> look at the adjusted completion, it's not that bad. Because yeah. that what the adjusted completion, it takes away the throwaways. Because what Cousins will do is if he's under pressure and he doesn't see it, he's just going to throw the ball away. Yeah. But what it also shows is his time to throw is his O-line not protected him well enough.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to throw for like a comparison here, because we know Kurt Cousins likes to be more like that type of pocket type of passer. Like he's not like the most athletic of quarterbacks like in comparison to like so Kyla Murray or Dak, for example, who can actually move in and out the pocket and keep the play alive. Kurt cannot really do that at all. Like, like, I, but I don't know about you guys, but I, he, he is more like, I would say a, not as stiff as Big Ben, but I would say like, he just has that an uh, uh, not the ability to kind of, like keep the play alive if he's out the pocket. You know what I mean?
2: I, mean, I agree. I agree. I think he's he's become more of a pocket passer as well since the move to minnesota mm. i mean he, he he probably was dangerous a little bit when he when he was playing with the washington football team um oh pizza is it yeah um yeah he, he was dangerous he was a little bit dangerous when he was with washington but um I, whether whether it's a scheme or not but um since he's moved to Minnesota. Um, you know, he, he has been more of a drop back and stay in the pocket passer. So uh, when the pocket fails, you know, he he does tend to hear the footsteps and, mm. you know, throw the ball away, which, you know, in some respects can play into your hands as well. If you get pressure on him three straight times, that's it, you're three and out. So,
0: yeah. Um, and that's, that's the way to beat team. him because you just don't want to give him time to go out and, and look for Thielen or look for Jefferson you just want to get in there because as I say the issue is is because he hasn't got his O-line isn't giving him the time to throw and because he's not one of these players that will take chances as you can see by the the lack of interceptions this year he's just thrown the ball away so for me that the plan is get into his face get shoved in because he's gonna panic he's gonna throw the ball away that's the end of the play or well, the other way it's going to go is that he's going to panic. He's going to try and throw the ball away or try and push the ball. Because if you think about it, what's going to happen is the Cowboys are scoring, right? Let, let's assume this offense is clicking, it's doing what it needs to be doing its job, basically. So they're scoring. So if they're scoring, that means Minnesota are playing catch up, which means Kirk Cousins has no choice but to throw. And then that means he's also in those times where he's thinking, I need to throw the ball away. He's going to start taking chances and he's going to start throwing the ball to try and keep up and and maintain a score. And that's when I think you can see a chance for a turnover. That's the way I can see it happening. I don't know what you think on that narrative.
2: Yeah, I'd I'd completely agree on that.
0: Yeah, That, that, that would be the way it would play for me. But the issue is, like I say, I mean... Uh, He's got two amazing – you know, we talk about our receiving core. They have just as good. They're almost very, in ways uh, of the offense, a little mirror image. In terms of playmaking, boxes ticked, if you like. You know, they're quite a mirror image of each other. Um, But for me, the last thing I want to be doing is giving Kirk a chance to give the ball – to those two, I because I, I think Thielen's already on f- like five touchdowns this year, and Jefferson's on three. So there's eight touchdowns between the two of them in like seven games.
2: Yeah, and and thielen is very much uh you know he he makes the dirt, the dirty catches. Um, yeah, G- Jefferson is probably like your CD Lamb splash player. um You know all the, all the sort of big TDs that he's had this this season. Um, I, do, I, I certainly don't think um, y- you know the, the Vikings regret uh, the fact that they couldn't get CD Lamb and and vice versa. I don't think we would have wanted, uh, or we feel we've missed out on Justin Jefferson. I think oh you, yeah 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 you, you could you could put them in either offense and they'd probably be able to do a substantial job. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. What what we also need to think as well as well um, as. Kirk Cousins' record in primetime games. I mean, his record against the Cowboys as well. He's only got two wins, and those were oh. a one with Washington and one with um, Minnesota. Th- what, three years ago? I think. I think, was, I think it was. I think it was
1: in his uh, first season with Minnesota.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's he's got a two and seven record against us. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, in terms of that, we're talking about pressure. I don't know what, what you guys are seeing, but for me, I think the two key matchups, because uh, I got my key matchups on offense, which was Zeke. Um, what, what else did I put? Zeke, hammer down the middle. Yeah. Um, so on defense, key matchup for me is with the D line is Randy Gregory and Micah Parsons through the middle.
1: Yes. Yeah. And that's the what guy I talk. I totally agree, Grandy Red I'd say Randy Redray is going to be the key to our success. In yeah. This game.
2: Yep. I I think on on running plays. I mean, obviously, losing Brent Urban is is probably a big key. You know, that's your big one technique. I think we'll probably see a bit more of Bahana this this next few weeks as well. Yep. Yep. Um. And. You know, he really does need to step up, especially if you do have Dalvin Cook and Matteson, uh, the two-head monster for them. We want to be getting into third downs where we're, yeah, putting we, the, we're putting the ball into Kirk Cousins' hands. Yeah, we, um, we, we So we we're, we're going to have yeah, to establish that rush defence. Yeah,
1: because yeah, we need, like, Sabuana to take up two offensive linemen so it kind of frees up the gap for the linebackers to take in like, and stop the run, essentially. By like trying, like, if we can have two offensive linemen focus on Boana, that just, that literally sees the gaps, essentially. So,
2: yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, and I, I think that, you know, I, because I, what I think the way that they're going to try and do it is that, like I say, it's got to get to, it's got to get to Kirk Cousins is, is the way to do it. I, I'm not too worried about the run and, and, the Cowboys' run defense has already shown that it's last year's is a flip. That the run defense is good, the pass defense is an issue. But for me, run. those passing those passing yards are coming as a result of the Cowboys being so far ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, just to just to kind of add in a follow up question uh, from our very own Graham Wilson um, on Tuesday show, he asked about passing staying on the edge. Thoughts, yay or nay?
0: Mm, I do like it. I do like mm. the idea.
1: I honestly, I, I keep saying it. I think we're going to use Parsons as that hybrid, like, Von Miller-esque. You can push him yeah. down to the edge and still have him back in linebacker. I really do think that's what we're kind of doing with him right now. So, yeah. for me, either way, if he's on the edge, he's on the edge. If he's not, he's not. It doesn't make I a mean, difference. But either way, he's still going to make an impact, regardless where you put him.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. The one thing when when he's on the edge, I think, um, his his level of snaps have actually fallen off. I mean, I think he's averaging when when he's playing strictly an edge player, he's he's normally only had sort of thirty one snaps a game. Um, where you know when he's playing linebacker, it's it's sort of closer to sixty four. Um, I think. You move it move him around, make him make the defense have to account for where he's lining up. Um, you know, and and it makes them wonder where the pressure's coming from. If you got if you've got him head up in a in an A gap, um, you know, and you've you then got Van Der Esch next to him, you wonder which one of them's coming through the A gap there. Move move him out to edge, you know. The the more you can do to to just create that um at moments, hesitation with the offensive line on passing downs, um, yep. or, or or even on run plays as well. Deciding, you know, because it, it, you've got to make sure that he's not flowing to the ball and it, it, tracking it down either from the backside or on play side as well. Um, so the more the more the offense has to account for where he's lined up, and then you've got to think that they've got Gregory on one side, they've got um, you know a multitude of other. Issues to worry about against that offensive line, uh, uh, that defensive line of ours. I mean, don't forget,
1: um, we've also got like some Goldston, who's actually starting to really come out of his shell now. Uh-huh. Since since, yep. since since he's actually been in the squad, getting more reps, we're actually seeing his development on the field as we go along. We're, I mean, and even Basham as well. Like he had some good um, starts as well. I mean, yep. So it's. From I think from our front seven in terms of stopping the run, I'm very confident we can prevent Davin Cook not to uh, cause any disruption at well. I, I think we will basically bring the power first, but I think we'll completely brick wall that at, at some point during the game, and it'll revert cousins to actually kind of change tactics.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right then. Well. Let's do the next bit then, and then we can move on to the fantasy section. But give me your thoughts, guys. What's going to be the final score? Uh, Everyone at home, give us your scores well. We've had some already, but give (laughs) us your scores at home, and then we can take it from there. So I'll start with you, Mr. Lorne uh, Senior. What do you think the final score is going to be?
2: I'm going to say (laughs) Dallas 33, Vikings 21. So I think okay. I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pull away in the second half as as we have done and again you know I think I think there there will be scope for them to score another touchdown in the second half, but um I think I think we'll pull away in the second half. We'll keep it close in the first half and pull away again. Mm-hmm. And it'll be it'll be the what twelve points that I've said be the difference in the score.
0: Okay. Well, what about you then, Paul?
1: Well, hit before with I, yours. Well, before I hit mine, I'll bring up the comments of, so far. So, Austin's went for thirty-one seventeen blowout before halftime. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Um, and Wilson goes for 28-17, Cowboys.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and Andy has went for 35-27. <laughs> and the last, the very first comment, and this was before we even went live, because Valenti Valente is so determined I and mean, <laughs> he went for 27 20. So they're on roughly the same ballpark region, nearly. Yeah. <clears throat> so for me, I'm going to go outfield. Come on, then. I'm going to say this is going to be a complete domination game. Yeah. And with that, I am going to go with 45
0: 21. Oh, okay. We're not that far away. I've gone 38 20. Hmm. So uh, that's where I'm going with that one. But I, like you say, everyone's seeing the same thing. Oh, we got a bit. Our friend from Italy, Joe, he's given us a close score there. Um, yep. So, yeah, you know, but like you say, everyone's around about the same sort of score, whether it's yes. uh, close it's, or it's, a blowout. It's,
1: the, it's almost in the close proximity of what we're doing here. That even DG Dog. Yeah. Like 30 yeah. 24. How are we doing, DJ Dog? Good to see you coming back. Austin. Shoulder.
0: Yeah. All right, then. So we <coughs> smash the last segment out, then? And yeah, then... Yep. Fantasy, fantasy. Yeah, let's do it. All righty, all righty. Right, okay, so here
1: it is. Oh, here wait, it is. Wait, wait, I, I, need, I need to quote this. Like, see, that confidence is high. The only reason that, like, you remember the film with American Pirate, right?
0: yeah?
1: But there's a certain part in the movie, like confidence is high, confidence
0: yeah, is yeah. High. The, sh- the Shermanator, yeah. Uh,
1: well, I, I, I mean, feel, I, I, feel, I think we all feel like Sherman right now, our confidence yeah. is that high. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I
2: think, I think, As as it's been discussed on hanging with the boys this week, I mean. Looking at looking ahead at the schedule, there's nobody. I mean, even Kansas City Chiefs are in a bit of they're um, looking I am yeah. to that because I am gonna be there. <laughs> I am <laughs> looking forward to it. Well, that means that means the flag is gonna be there as well. So, yes. yeah, so yeah. We're, we're gonna win that game. So um, <laughs> but um yeah, I mean there there isn't anybody that really scares me. It, in this remaining schedule,
0: it was Kansas. It was yeah. Kansas, but I'm with you. That's going back and watching since I'm with Kansas. I'm like, hmm, I don't know. now
2: <laughs> Yep. Yep. So I mean, the, this could this could be a fantastic season as long as we take it week by week and don't don't go. All oh, right. Okay. You know, let's book our tickets to SoFi Stadium already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, you okay. know, I think Edward if you take some, it,
0: some love for you,
2: man, yeah. old DJ yeah. Dog, and UK Cowboys royalty. That's something that Brad Sham said to us that time that uh, he was on a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, then, yeah, you know, he was saying enjoy the ride, and I mm. think that's that's what we need to do. And you know, yeah. yes, the conf- we're all predicting a win, Um but I mean, I think that's the reason why is. We should be able to match up with all of these match ups. There's nobody that's saying, "Oh God, we're going and in, in, we're going to get our uh, asses handed to us."
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, the uh, Bradshaw basket, is right. Like we should not actually be getting away ahead of ourselves. We should be t- just focus on this game and this game only till the next game. Like, but but when you're looking at it from a, just a general perspective, you can't help but think, "Well, Kansas is not really playing their best football right now." And they were, like, well, touted to be the favourites to be in the Super Bowl this year. So we can't help but think that. just I've
2: down to earth. Not, uh, um, NFL.com are saying Dak Prescott is unsure he'll play something. Yeah,
0: i just seen that. Oh, I, 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 I'm just <laughs> – I'm kind of perusing, uh, and it's more that it, it, all it is is that um, quickly skipping through what this article is saying is they're basically saying that the decision for him to play is not in his hands, it's up to the coaches. So right. obviously the coaches will speak to the medical staff, they'll speak to Dark, and from that they'll make a decision. So that's well, really what they're saying.
1: Um, it could be a tactic to, just to make Minnesota guessing. Which is fine. Yeah. Yep. Like, we, we've, like, where was it like coaches do it all the time, say uh, we're not too sure if this player's going to make it, but by the by time game time happens they're playing. Yeah, well look and, at it. At, and, 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 at... and it causes disruption within the coaches of the other team thinking, right, well we practice this like their whole they're trying to figure everything out like they had this one game plan, they had another game plan, and they're trying to like redo it during where yeah. the game's going so who knows, it could be
0: Well, have you ever seen a Patriots practice report before a game? it's long yeah like it is full it is literally limited um did not participate it's like really messed up and like at the end of it is every literally the entire team is questionable or doubtful so well,
2: yeah i mean back back in the days when brady was playing for the oh patriots God. i mean i think I think he was on the the injury, every, well, every single week
0: <laughs> Yeah, que- Questionable every week And you're just like yeah. oh Bill just give it a rest Mate we know what you're doing But let's get into the fantasy section Then guys uh, we'll wrap This up so it's very very simple I give You the fantasy score and all You've got to do is you've got to say It's basically it's a higher or lower Um, So um, Boy oh boy for more or oh boy For less so it's really simple we'll start With Dak assuming he's playing 19 fantasy points, is that an oh boy? Uh Sorry, a boy oh boy, or an oh boy?
1: If Dak is playing, it's boy oh boy. It's boy, boy. Oh boy for
0: Paul. And Lorne is a boy oh boy. Okay, play along, I hope as well, just give us, it's just say Dak an oh boy or oh Bio boy oh boy. So Zeke, 15 fantasy points, is that a boy oh boy, or an oh boy? Uh, so I'll
1: say,
2: say Boy, oh boy,
1: on that one. Uh-huh. So what was the point, sorry? 15.
0: Hmm. I'm gonna save it at spot He's gonna push. Alright. Uh <laughs> let's go the let's go the other way. Kirk Cousins, 21 fantasy points.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's a fair assumption.
2: Okay, I'll go. Oh boy, on that one, I think. Oh, I think boy. if he's if he's throwing the ball away a lot, I think.
1: Um, I, th- I think. Like, I think he will score more than twenty-one, but he will throw in mistakes.
0: I, like, I'm counting on it for the win. You need him to force a mistake. Um, th- through an extension of pressure, um, but let's keep this going. Then on the other side, Dalvin Cook, seventeen fantasy points. Oh boy, yeah. Oh
2: boy,
1: yeah. With our front, se- with our front seven right now, I think he'll be like, unless he gets like fa- like thirty yards and two red zone touchdowns, then yeah, then he'll get seventeen points. That's the only way I could see it happening.
0: Okay. <coughs>
1: Because I don't, I don't uh, see, I don't see Dalvin Cook getting a hundred yards on us this time.
0: Yeah, yeah, all right, I, I can go with that. Uh, let's go with the next one then. C.D. Lamb, uh, fifteen fantasy points.
1: See, oh, sorry, just before you move on there, Austin mm-hmm. makes a great point. Garbage yards for for the first time for cousins. Yeah, that, that will boost up his fantasy points as well,
0: exactly. Amondo,
1: fantastic point, Austin. Fantastic, <laughs> cheers for that comment.
0: Yeah, uh, CD Lamb 15 fantasy points. Will you have another spectacular catch? Yes, boy, oh boy, yeah, boy, oh boy, boy, oh boy, Justin Jefferson.
2: Ooh.
1: Well, what was it Mike? because you cut out there
0: 18 fantasy points 1-8 yeah and I, gonna... I can I can <coughs> guess why they've done that
2: yeah yeah
1: I can I'll go. Why. I'll go oh boy on that one. Oh boy this, this is the tough. I think this is the toughest one I think that's a fair assumption again yeah.
0: like here's the thing Right, where I I know where they're going with this is they're saying he's going to be up against Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs is an interception machine, but he gives up a lot of yards.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, I um, will yeah, go. Oh boy, but only just. I'd say he might be in the fifteen, sixteen point mark, but not mm. eighteen.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, Amari Cooper, and I can guess why they're doing this too. Thirteen mm-hmm. fantasy points.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can understand why. Because,
0: yeah, but is, mixing it, that... mixing our offense up.
1: That's a tough one. Mm. I'm, I'm going to say, oh boy. Reason because I think if we're in the red zone, I think our tight ends are going to play a bigger part.
0: The 12 yeah. man formation is going to be huge. In
1: exactly. So I think, in terms of red zone and stuff like that, I think is just basically just gonna be there just to help block or whatever. So yeah, I think it's gonna be an old boy for Coop.
2: Okay. I will go I will I will go with push on that one.
0: We'll push, all right. Uh Adam Phelan, 14 fantasy points. Hmm. Yes. I
2: will... I'll say, oh boy, on that one, but only just. I think I don't think he's a push, but I think he'll be twelve or thirteen. So,
0: Paulius. Yes. Oh boy! Uh, all right, there we go. It's all set for this weekend for the fantasy.
1: So, so you know about the tight ends at all?
0: No, I didn't go Ah. to them this week Um, I think with with the tight ends they're just touchdown dependent although one thing I will say is uh, I'm trying to remember the exact I think it was on 20 receptions minimum 20 receptions Dalton Schultz in terms of yards is second in terms of tight end but that was before the bye Hmm. So, Schultz is absolutely screaming at the moment. And bear in mind, we ju- as we just said now when we were talking about Mari Cooper, this is on an offence that has Coop, Lamb, Zeke, Tony Pollard,
2: yep. Wilson,
0: fits. Gallup. And Schultz is still up there, you know, f- with some of the best tight ends in the league. He's got more yeah. yards and kittle.
1: I know, and Kettle just got that big massive contract as well
0: Yeah, well we won't talk about massive contracts because they're all coming up for us this year, um, <laughs> but yeah, that is this week's show um, just a very quick shout out to our sponsor which is Cowboys Experience uh, if you are going to go to a game this year, and now that the, the gates are open for everyone in the UK as well uh, make sure you use Cowboys Experience, they've got game day tickets, packages, stadium tours, and you even get to meet some players as well, uh, current and in the past. And of course, if you are going to book it, make sure that we sent you and use the code UK Cowboys because you know what happens, guys, if you do?
1: You get free stuff.
0: You get, yep. Free stuff. We say it so often that it even comes through on the comments now. So, yep, yep. <laughs> um, But also, guys, make sure you go and um, follow some of our very close comrades out there. Um, some of you know, some of you won't. But make sure to go give them a follow. Um, you know, if it's coming from us, it must be uh, quality, um, because they're all going to be better than us, more than anything. Um, but that is it for this week's show. We will be uh, around on the Facebook group on Sunday. Um, Depending if you're staying up My coffee pot will be on And I'll be on the Red Bull And then uh, yes (laughs) we'll be there So uh, join in in the conversation If you're over there If not have a nice safe and uh, productive weekend And we'll see you then guys But I'm going to let Paul and Lorne sign us off See you again guys
2: See you later guys See you in the post game show Yep. See you later when we're 6-1 and Go Cowboys
0: Oh yeah